1: Hello Grinders and welcome back to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the games for you guys. Uh, Wasn't the greatest day for me yesterday, so looking to bounce back here today. Uh, You know, the Padres, they did okay, Uh, had some exposure to them and some of that Texas game, just... uh, you know the chalk didn't do so well last night so all good always back and we can jump down in, into another slate we have another pr- pretty solid slate today i like how it's uh not mixed uh too much today we just have three early games for the people that need that little bit of sweat need a little bit of action then we got 11 on the main slate so that's exciting should be a nice fun slate uh it's not a clear-cut slate too i believe so that'll be uh, very interesting to see how uh, things shake up in cash games and in tournaments let's dive right into the first game we have the new york yankees the philadelphia phillies this is an eight and a half total and we have Luis Cessa and Zach Eflin and uh let's we'll start, with, start with Eflin first. Eflin is not a good pitcher, he's someone that we can definitely target, but this lineup without Gary Sanchez and with the pitcher definitely uh is dumbed down a little bit, right? It's a little watered down. We have uh, you know, Stanton is obviously someone you want to look to play, uh, judge those guys are big bats if you can get them, sure, but I don't think they're guys you uh for sure have to uh jam in your lineup and prioritize uh i think they're fine bats i think they're good plays today but i don't think you have to go out of your way kind of like jd martinez and mookie Betts, they just seemed like absolute uh locks yesterday uh i don't think they're in that territory but they're definitely good bats that you want to get some exposure to on today's slate eflin is a pitcher that we definitely look to target a little bit so uh yeah like them if you need to take like a hicks or a Garner at the top to get some exposure to that lineup instead that's an that's another route that you can go to but if you force me to pick i think my favorite guy would be uh stanton of uh, between stanton and judge that's the guy i would really look to he's been hitting the ball uh well the last two weeks or so so uh, i like ride and stay at when he's hot so he's the uh, probably my favorite play in this game now let's talk about Luis Sessa here a little bit if you look at the 2017 2018 numbers exodus at 4.82 k percentage only at 20 with the walk rate at 11 percent WOBA against righties, 410, ISO 270 against righties. Definitely had his struggles uh, if you combine the 2017-2018 numbers, but if you just do the 2018 numbers, I mean, he's been really good. Again, only 12 plate appearances against righties and 11 against lefties, but at 3.22 exit with a 30.4K percentage, walk rates at 13 you have the Woba you know he's only given a 142 against lefties 261 against righties and the the isos are zero exactly so uh it's definitely way too small of a sample in my opinion it makes sense from a strikeout perspective right the Phillies do strike out at Tom against right-handed pitching if you want to take a shot on a cheap guy I, I totally understand uh this is not like you know a slate of pitching where there's absolute amazing studs all over the place where you know we're just like yesterday's slate but I think Sessa's in play as an SP two in tournaments mainly though, but that's kind of it for me. If you wanna take a shot in Eflin, two again, uh, you know, I pulled those plate IQ numbers too. he isn't he hasn't been that bad this year. Uh, he's definitely a guy that I've been targeting a little bit though, and I think it's more so with uh, you know, just like one offs here. I don't wanna to go too crazy with like a Yankee stack, but I still think I still think this is a good spot for Stan to hit one out. Uh, it seems like he matches up pretty well against him. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'll take shots with that. Uh, but yeah, this game is uh you know, these cheap pitchers are not the greatest. F one's too priced up, I'd go with Sessa. He's the guy I would look to if you forced me to pick one here in this spot. Next game up, we got the Seattle Mariners, the Baltimore Orioles. This is in 9.5 total. We have a Wade LeBlanc against Alex Cobb. And uh, Wade LeBlanc, he's been pretty solid this year. Uh, this would, you know, you look at this spot, it seems like a good spot when you're opening to a team like the Orioles, who are not that good of a team. Uh, LeBlanc, though, his uh, numbers are at XFIP of 4.56, which isn't the greatest. The, the K percentage is at 20%, which is not great either. But the walks are at least down 5.5%. He's not giving up a ton of, uh, you know, ton of power that's the one thing that's at least nice about him 151 iso 145 iso what we worry about the Orioles is their power that's really the concern and they do strike out a ton but uh i don't know i can't really be going the Wade leblanc or out don't think it's too too necessary but i don't think he's a guy i really want to target too that's kind of the point i was making uh you know the hard contact is really down with him I just don't think I'm going to really touch LeBlanc and I don't don't think I'm going to touch these Orioles bats too much either. If I do, it's Manny Machado only, right? Because, hey, he's Manny Machado. He's really good at baseball. Maybe a Valencia as a one-off or Adam Jones, but uh, I I think Machado is the only way I would go with the Orioles. I don't really like stacking them up that much here. Uh, If you wanted to, I'd get it, but I, I don't know. I'm not in the business of stacking up the Orioles, at least this season. Now let's talk about Alex Cobb. He's a guy that we definitely want to be targeting. He's a guy that's definitely had his struggles this year. 4.56 456 x the K percentage is at 15.4% walks at 6% giving up a woba against righties at 370 and iso of 235 and then against lefties 414 woba and a 241 iso definitely had a ton of struggles uh the one thing that's in his favor against righties is the hard contact's been down he's got had a high ground ball rate of 57.6% which is odd but uh yeah I do think this is a good spot to target I'll go with any of the righties or the lefties it really doesn't matter to me. I think Seattle's a perfectly fine stack I think where you can get their prices uh, you know for the right for the right like price you kind of just buy low on them and uh take them in your cash games where you like the price basically so uh i'm not seeing anything that really jumps off on DraftKings. maybe 3.8k for seager is pretty interesting over there uh zanino's always in play on on drafting because you know catcher's terrible it's never a fun position to roster uh let's see fantasy draft the prices we have seager at 7.5 d gordon 8.1 and then FanDuel d gordon's 3.1 which is kind of interesting and like Hanniger 3.5 so there's there's in Seeger 2.9 there's okay prices there's no like real bargains that you're feeling uh with these guys today but i don't think it's a day where we're going to need bargains and like feel like we have to go with super value we're gonna we're gonna you know pitching's gonna be interesting today we're gonna have uh you know we're gonna have the money to spend on bats and there are some other value plays around the industry as well that we'll talk about next game up this is arizona Diamondbacks miami Marlins seven and a half total this is robbie ray against way in Chen and Man, so I love Robbie Ray. He's a guy that I play a lot. I think he's got really great stuff. Uh, it's just the problem is sometimes he can get wild and he's not on. And he can give tons of hard contact. That's the problem with Robbie Ray, right? Uh, he can be one. He can be one of the highest strikeout upside guys in the league at times. Like he can just go absolutely insane when that man is on. So I like this guy a ton, but I'm torn at how I'm gonna roster him today, right? This season, he got. Uh, about 98 plate appearances against lefties and 27 against, uh, or 98 against righties and 27 against lefties, coming back from injury. He was giving up a ton of fly balls, giving up a ton of hard contact. I mean, against both sides of the plate, it was 47.9% and 42.9%. I mean, really, really a ton of hard contact, which I'm not liking. The WOBA against both sides of the plate was over 346 for both sides. Uh, so he was definitely having his issues, but the K percentage was at 36%, the exit at 3.59, and the problem was the walks too were at 13.6%. The walks is another thing that's concerning because he's walking guys and he has all this hard contact and fly balls. That could be a problem. I don't know if he's going to become chalky today but if he does i really don't want him in tournaments i might not even want him in cash i'm not sure where people are going to go with pitching today i'm really not sure like where the chalk is today but i'll just say this robbie ray's on an 85 pitch count from what i read in uh, some articles that i found on twitter so 85 pitches exactly what shelby miller was on they said that's kind of what they gave they said hey he's gonna be on the same pitch count as shelby miller about 85 so I'm concerned here. I don't really think I want a pitcher that's only throwing 85 pitches, right? Uh, my chance of the quality start are very down. Uh, this is a Marlins team. I feel like, you know, they've proven to be kind of pesky at times, right? And just be really annoying. Uh, there's a lot of righties they can put in this lineup. Sure, they're not great righties, but um, if they can just do enough to just kind of like keep, you know, keep this pitch count up, I, I could be kind of concerned. And Maybe we only get four innings or five at a array and that might just not be enough for my liking. So, I don't love Robbie Ray today, maybe like others do. I don't know. I've seen him with high projections. He's 9K on FanDuel, he's 10K on DraftKings, and he's 19.6 on Fantasy Draft. I'm just okay with staying away from Robbie Ray today, I think. I don't think I'll get talked onto it unless I get some something that changes my mind, but I'm just very worried about 85 uh, pitches. Uh, I'm just very, very concerned about that. We'll have to see uh you know those extra you know 10 15 pitches or you know guys that can obviously have a longer leash like a madison bum or an alex wood i know alex wood right a guy that uh has a dave roberts in there uh hopefully they let him go but they normally do so i just don't know with robbie ray i'm just a little concerned let's talk about Wei-Yin chen now he is not a good pitcher he is very bad he's been doing awful this season the the exit at 5.93 K percentage, 15%, 10% walk rate. I mean, just struggling a ton against righties. 237 ISO with a WOBA of almost 400 I think we just have to target him here. Uh, he is just a guy that we're going to want to get some exposure to. Paul Goatschmidt, the GOAT. I love this man. He is such a good hitter. I'm going to be loading up on Paul Goatschmidt. Problem is, uh, the dude's really expensive, right? FanDuel 4.3 is nicer than DraftKings at 5.4 and then 10.4 uh, on Fantasy Draft. Uh, obviously, he's expensive, but for a reason, right? He's expensive because he should be. Uh, he's in a really good spot. I like him. 6.4K. I mean, John Ryan Murphy on Fantasy Draft, just lock that in. Uh, no one likes playing catchers. But John Ryan Murphy's been crushing the ball this year. I like him. Nick Ahmed, he's 6.5K. If he's at the top of the order, I love him here at that price. On DraftKings, he's 3.4. On uh, DraftKings, John Ryan Murphy is 3.5. I mean, that's phenomenal price tags on them. Just these righties, I'm definitely gonna look to be uh, getting some exposure to them. And then uh, we got, on FanDuel, we have John Ryan Murphy at 2.3. I don't normally play a catcher. I might play a catcher today if I feel like I need the value. And then Nick Ahmed at 2.5, if he's in that two hole. Man, I love that price on, on him. This is just a great spot. So uh, yeah, I'm looking at these righties for the value. And then maybe I'm jamming Goldschmidt too. I don't know. The implied total's only at 4.17 because, hey, this game's in Miami, I totally get it. But I definitely wanna get some exposure to these Arizona Diamondbacks things that two through four right now the Ahmed Goldschmidt and Murphy if that ends up coming in I'm gonna like that a lot and I think it's a really good mini stack opportunity on DraftKings to felt like a 5-3 stack no interest in any of the uh, Marlins really for me if you want to take a shot on one of these righties go for it but I really don't play these guys much I only play like justin Bohr really and maybe real muto here and there but i don't love playing the marlins too much especially against robbie ray again he could give a ton of hard contact and really struggle but uh i don't know just don't love playing the marlins let's talk about the next one we got the oakland athletics detroit tigers nine and a half total and this is chris bassett and mike fires and first thoughts on this is, man, Mike Fires against the Oakland A's. Uh, that kind of gets me a little excited. Mike Fires has definitely shown his struggles to give up home runs this season. I think this is definitely a good spot that we can look at here. I mean, Fires 5.04 XVIP. The K percentage at 17.6%. The only thing with Fires is that walk rate's at 5.4%. That's the one thing he definitely uh, wish was a little bit higher. But look at both sides of the plate. Against righties, against lefties, the WOBA is 349 and 346. And then the ISO is 211 and 238 fire has been you know having a lot of struggles this season this is definitely a guy we want to look to target fly ball rate against both sides of the plate 43.9 percent the hard contact that against righties 38 percent against lefties 32.5 percent just so many things lining up here for a really good day for the oakland athletics On top of that, that Tigers bullpen isn't any good. There's just a great spot for the A's. I think they're one of the better stacks on the day. Uh, 4.97 implied total. I love the A's here. I'm going to get some exposure to them. Let's talk about each site because this is a team I'm definitely going to be looking to target. Uh, On FanDuel, Dustin Fowler, 2.7K and Matt Joyce, 2.6. Really good, nice cash game values. I think that's a great way to go. Then we have Jed Lowry, 3.8K, kind of pricey for my liking. I'd rather go to maybe Matt Olsen, who's 3.8K, or Chris Davis, 4.2K. If you can afford the the 3.8K on Jed Lowry, go for it, right? I don't hate it, but uh, I'd probably prioritize Davis and Olsen instead. Uh, So then that'd kind of be the four guys I'd look to, and I'd probably leave off Jed Lowry, specifically on FanDuel, because, hey, you can only play four guys over there. That's how I would kind of stack it up if I went that route. DraftKings, obviously, the one through five is going to be really, really appealing. I think they have fine price tags for the most part fowler and joyce again uh solid uh solid cash game values and so, same with olsen like his price at 4.4k uh you know obviously on DraftKings when you play five guys you probably want to mix and match it and kind of do maybe some wraparound stacks get some different exposure because one through five could be super super popular um and then on fantasy draft let's look to see if there's any value here on these guys Matt Joyce six point five k really nice value there uh, Matt Olson again eight k like that price on him uh, overall this is pretty solid uh, I, again that one through five I like it again but uh, people could be playing it so you might want to uh, maybe mix a match and kind of go with a Beretto if he's in the lineup Franklin Barreto at the end to do a wraparound sack figure it out uh, there's there's ways to make your team different too you can easily play the one through five and then be different with your pitcher too so that is always that option as well let's talk about the Tiger side of the ball against Chris Bassett. I think some of these guys can be interesting. Uh if Nico Goodrum gets a, a bump up in the lineup to the two-hole, like we're thinking, uh, 6.8k is a really nice price on him. I wouldn't hate going him. He's a pretty solid hitter. Uh I don't really want to pay that price on Martin, so I'm really just liking Goodrum's price. 2.6k on FanDuel and then 3.5k on DraftKings. I think he's a perfectly fine guy that you can play, but that's it with the tires exposure for me. I don't want to go too crazy with these bats on this slate. Let's move on to the next game. We have the Los Angeles Angels, the Boston Red Sox, 9.5 total. And this is Andrew Heaney and Rick Porcello, 9.5 total. This is definitely a game where we're going to want to get some targeting of the bats, right? The bats are going to be all we're talking about here. Pitching, I'm not going to play Porcello here. Sure, he's a a solid real-life pitcher and all. I totally understand. But, uh, yeah, I'm not looking to play Porcello uh, against the Angels' offense. That doesn't strike out a ton. And then Andrew Heaney, he's someone that I'm not playing against the Red Sox. Uh, I'll be looking to get the Red Sox bats. Looking at Mookie Betts, J.D. Martinez are two really great options if you have the money to spend on them go for it today right i think they're they're great plays uh but the problem is they're expensive kind of like yesterday but it's not john lamb on the mound it's andrew heaney who uh i'm not loving targeting andrew heaney like i was with lamb right that was just an instant auto lock the easiest thing you could do as long as you can get the money for it but uh heaney again He's not a bad pitcher, 4.04 XVIP, K percentage is 6, uh, 22.5%. He's got a 6.6% walk rate. And then, uh, you know, he's giving up an ISO against righties of 176, the Wobo's at 309. You know, he's definitely not a guy that uh, is getting destroyed, but he's definitely had his issues with right handers a little bit. You know, the lefties, he's definitely controlled pretty well in only his 56 play appearances, but. In his 264 plate appearance against righties, he's definitely had his struggles. uh, Fly ball rate of 39.4%, or contact of 38.5%. So I'm mainly looking at the righties. It just makes a lot of sense here to just target these guys like Betts, J.D. Martinez, Bogarts, and Nunez. Really kind of keying in on those guys on this slate. Um, Nothing else to really talk about here. I don't think I'm going to target the Angels against Purcell. I just don't think it's too necessary. I love the Angels as a whole, but uh, just not the right slate and not the right uh, matchup to be targeting them. Next game up, Pittsburgh Pirates, New York Mets. And something to note here, there could be some weather in this game. Uh, I'll just read all the weather off now so you guys have it. I uh, forgot to read it off earlier, but yellow, orange in New York at the moment, He said, uh, Roth has it at with wind blowing out to left, 10 to 15 miles an hour. It looks like there's light rain during the game, heavy rain just after the game. It's way too early to nail this one down and the ones that follow, but the model's currently hinting that if they play, uh, they if they want to play, if they can play, if they want to get wet. There you go, so uh there's that seattle at baltimore then its overall rain coverage might be a tad lower in baltimore than philly but the rain intensifies should be higher just looks wet scattered showers and storms in the area one of those one of those calls i think he meant cells one of those cells that will likely uh need to be made approximately at 655 yeah so at 655 they're going to make the call it seems like and then winds blowing out left 10 to 50 miles an hour it's orange yellow so that's the key there and then Oakland-Detroit is yellow. I don't think there's going to be any issues, it sounds like, here that I'm reading, but uh, I do think that uh, you have to watch for it, obviously. And then, uh, hey, orange-yellow in this Pittsburgh and Mets game. So the rain that I just mentioned that will hold off until the very end of the game in Boston, that's a problem in New York. The good news is here that the rain should stay fairly light at the least early on. You know, keeps going on, has a really long spiel about it, but, uh, yeah, feel free to just, you know, be watching this. This is going to be important news on the day. Uh, Because I do think this is a slate that we want to consider some of these pitchers. Uh, We have Ivan Nova and Zach Wheeler, Pittsburgh Pirates and the New York Mets. And Wheeler's a guy that I think I have a little bit of interest in. I think this is a solid spot for him. The price is right too. Get him at 7.7K on FanDuel, DraftKings 6.3, and then 12.8K on Fantasy Draft. Uh, Again, Wheeler, he has had his struggles this year, but he's still a pretty talented pitcher. I know the Pirates offense is not an offense that uh, I love to target for K upside, but I do think that there is opportunity here for Wheeler. So I don't want to overlook that. I think it's a really solid tournament play that you could be considering on this slate. Uh, I mean, just look at the numbers here against righties. He's really the ISO is what's key. He's not giving up any power. Uh, 0.092 against righties, against lefties, Point Wheeler's been pretty solid. Uh, the Woba's at 300, though, uh, against righties, and then 325 against the lefties. So. Uh, Yeah, had a little bit of issues with that But the ground ball rate against the righties is at 50% That's obviously something that helps him out He kept his hard contact down Really been nice against righties It's just the struggles have been against the lefties So it depends how many lefties they put in this lineup Kind of have to see what the uh, Pirates do with that So that'll be key So will the weather So stay tuned for that And let's talk about Nova a little Because I think he's interesting He's not a guy that I really target for a ton of upside too much Because he's just a more efficient real-life pitcher Doesn't get a ton of Ks 3.92 XFIP with a 19% K percentage and a 4.4% walk rate. Ground ball rate of fifty one point two percent. He's definitely just a pitcher that pitches really efficiently. You know the Pirates love that about him. He's not a K upside which guy, which is one thing that we look for in DFS. But uh, we should note he's going to get some Mets and a really bad Mets lineup, right? The Mets are not a good team. Uh, they're striking out twenty two point two percent of the time with this current lineup. This is just not a good team overall. So I do think that uh, we could use Nova and get away with it today on this slate. It just seems like it fits the slate so well. The matchup works, uh, the slate works, the price works. So seven. 7 k on FanDuel, 7K on DraftKings, and 13.7K. So uh, I'm really more interested in the pitching here. Not really interested in any of the hitting, if I'm being honest. Just don't want to really touch these guys. I think these pitchers, though, could be interesting if the weather holds up. Next game up, we have the San Diego Padres and the Texas Rangers. Nine and a half total here. And this is Clayton Richard against Mike Minor. And, uh, yeah, it's the hot Texas heat. I mean, I know I got some jokes on Twitter last night about, uh, you know, even if it's 97 degrees, they, can, uh, you know, they can't hit the ball out of Texas, the Padres and the Rangers. But, uh, hey, it's going to be 100. Maybe those three degrees will help the ball get out of the park now. But, uh, yeah, Clayton Richard and Mike Miner going up against each other. These are guys that we're looking to definitely target against for sure. You know, Padres have an applied total of 4.6. Rangers at 4.91. There's definitely going to be some runs scored in this game. I would expect uh, there's some value to on both of these teams. I know the Padres, again, they have been the greatest. Uh, I was concerned at playing them against uh, Austin Bivens-Dirk yesterday, even though I don't think Austin Bivens-Dirk is good and he's had his struggles. But I really like playing the Padres when they're going against a lefty, not against a righty. That's kind of a rule that I've had all year long. I wish I stuck with the rule yesterday, but... I'm probably going to go back to well with Padres against the lefty. It makes some sense here. Let's talk about them them first. Really good price tags around the industry. I'm just going to go by site real quick. So Fantasy Draft, you see, first of all, Margot, he's he's got a really nice price tag at 7.4. Renfro, 7.8. I think that's fine. Villanueva, 7.5 like him too. Perella, 6.3K on Fantasy Draft. Too cheap like him. If you can get AJ Ellis in the six hole like we have projected, that could be an interesting catcher option that you can put in there. So, yeah, overall, I think uh, that one through four, the Margot, uh, or Margot, Margot, I don't know how you say it, Will Myers, Hunter Renfro, and Villanueva, and then Perella, that one through five is what I really like. Those are the main guys I really want to target with the Padres. And then for sure, you can mix match the other guys in tournaments, but I really like that one through five with the Padres. Those are guys I'm going to look at. DraftKings too, same thing. Uh, Their prices are definitely a little pricier. Uh, Margot is at 3.8, Myers 4.5, Renfro 3.9, Villanueva 4K. I don't think you get to jam them in as much, right? Uh, And then 3.4K on Perella. On FanDuel, it's a little bit more difficult because hey, they still have really nice price tags. They've gone up a little, but they're still at nice prices margot 2.9 myers 2.8 renfro 2.9 villanueva 2.8 and then Perella 2.4 i mean you can make everything work like, you can just get all the bats that you want you can probably get two of the red sox bats going mookie Betts and uh jd martinez if you want again it's not john lamb today but it's heaney but still uh th- those are really nice bats to get and you can jam in goldschmidt there's just so many big bats that you could put in there if you want to so uh going with those four padres is an interesting route to go and especially if you have to pay up at pitching, you can just load them up with a ton of home runs around it. So, uh, yeah, I think this Padres stack is interesting. I'm going to go back to the well on it for sure today. Let's talk about the Texas Rangers now. Uh, Mike, uh, not Mike Minor. let's talk about uh, the, the bats, actually, I should say. Because against Clayton Richard i do think i'm going to be targeting some rangers uh Clayton richard is a guy that i definitely want to get some exposure uh to with the bats uh i feel like you have to i know he's you know he's been solid this year with a 3.75 exit but there's still opportunity here for us to be had uh right the, he's definitely get, had some issues with the iso against righties so i'm going to mainly look at the right-handed bats giving up some hard contact too i think that's where we want to key in on it i don't think we have to go crazy with the stack but i do think looking at the righties is key right like adrian Beltre, i like him a little bit Sharinos, pro far those are kind of the guys i'm looking at and uh, maybe just stack up the righties uh the padres bullpen isn't great either so we could obviously go some lefties too if you really wanted mix in like a sin because he's just a really good hitter that's perfectly fine he's been really good the last 30 days was looking at the plate iq and some battle ball data on it and he's just been really solid so overall i, I like the rangers i'm not gonna go crazy with them i do think richard again he's a you know more solid pitcher but i do think with his weather and everything he can obviously struggle uh He's not the greatest pitcher, but he's not an amazing pitcher. He's someone that we can definitely target. And I mainly want to do it with the righties because, again, the numbers show that the righties is where he's giving up the power and having his struggles this season. So look at the righties and the Rangers' bats. And if you're doing tournaments, sure, you could throw in a lefty here and there, but don't go too lefty heavy. I think that's kind of the route I would take. Next thing up Minnesota Twins, Chicago White Sox, nine total here. And we have Kyle Gibson against James Shields. And the Twins have a nice total here at 4.82, and for good reason, they're going up against you know who, James Shields. If you look at the numbers here, James Shields is a really interesting guy this season. Uh, 5.47 XFIP, 16% K percentage, and then a uh, 9.2% walk rate. If you kind of look at the Woba and the ISO, you'd be shocked if I told you a guy had those kind of numbers, right? The XFIP of 5.47 giving up 33.2% hard contact and 44% fly balls. You wouldn't tell me his wOBA was only 3.18 and 2.87 uh, against both sides of the plate, and then the ISO at one point, or .152 and then uh, 148, right? You would think it was a little bit higher. So those are some like really odd numbers. I'm expecting some regression to come and him to really start to struggle more and more as the season goes on. Uh, he's just really had some issues this season, so... Right side of the plate, left side of the plate, I really don't care. I'm going to target you. Uh, I like Rosario, Escobar, even Dozier, even though he's had his struggles this season. But Rosario and Escobar, really, really good plays today. Uh, even Logan Morrison, I think there's upside for him. Obviously, he's a swing and miss kind of guy, but I think he's perfectly fine. Max Kepler, even Joe Mauer. I do think all these guys, that one through uh, one through six is, is really solid today. So look to get some exposure to these guys in your cash games, in your tournaments. Uh, twins are one of the better plays of the day for sure. Look at the White Sox out of the ball now against Kyle Gibson. Again, I'm a Kyle Gibson believer slash truther. I think he's a solid pitcher. And I think this is a spot where we could actually take a shot on him in tournaments. Uh, You know, K percentage at 23.3%. 4.15 exit. He's definitely, you know, had his uh, his issues in the past. But people don't realize how he's such a solid pitcher now. Uh, And he gets the White Sox, right? White Sox against righties is a thing. I think he's going to be one of my tournament guys I look to. Uh, Depends on the price, though, right? FanDuel, 8.3K. DraftKings 8.5K man, I wish that was cheaper. That's the only thing that bothers me. I wish we could still get him for cheap, but uh, the algorithm is setting in on Gibson. And then 15.9k on uh, fantasy Draft. so that's the only problem I have with it. It's tough at that price to uh, really want to go there, but oh, man, I wish he was cheaper. I'm so mad about that. But uh, Gibson, he's perfectly fine against the White Sox. I think he, he, no one's gonna own him if you have the money for him and you really don't like this pitching slate. I say go for it. It's not a bad play in tournaments. So uh, take a shot on Gibson today, guys. Don't uh, don't be scared to because hey, it's the White Sox against right-handed pitching. They have a ton of struggles. So about the next game it's the cleveland indians and the st louis cardinals and uh we got shane bieber on the mound against jack Flaherty, and this is an eight total and let's first talk about Flaherty here uh you know he's a solid pitcher i just don't think i'm gonna go with the indians offense here uh, I, i'm someone that likes Flaherty from like a long-term perspective i'm definitely gonna want to be playing him a ton as you know things you know as his career goes on he's gonna be someone that i definitely look to but uh I just don't think this is a spot for him. I don't think it's a spot for the Indians' offense, right? It's a tough offense to target. Uh, 3.53 X fit for Flaherty. K percentage at 30%. He's been really good. I totally get it. Uh, I just don't want to play him against the Indians. That's the only thing. Indians are a really good team. Uh, The strikeout percentage uh, with this lineup is at... 19.6%. 19.6%. So I don't know. I'm just kind of right now just staying away from both sides. I think uh, I, I have respect for the offense and I have respect for Flaherty. So I think it's a perfectly fine, uh, fine spot to stay away from. So uh, let's talk about Shane Bieber now. And uh, I'm not going to say sorry. Uh, I actually kind of like Shane Bieber a little bit here. Uh, he's been good so far out here. This is a spot where I think we could take some, you know, take some shots on him as a cheap option. Again, uh, someone that's a cheap option. Uh, I think Fifteen point eight k, eight point four k. that's the only problem. He's a little expensive on DraftKings. I like him more in fantasy at fifteen point eight, but that's still kind of a similar price. So uh I don't know. It's just the price. I wish he was like a thousand dollars cheaper. I'd be more interested. But again, the algorithms all catching up with him. Uh, FanDuel he's seven point four k. Maybe I wouldn't hate taking a shot on him. But uh, yeah, it's just those righties there with the Cardinals. I think we take advantage of them being a bunch of righties. That's obviously something I like to do whenever I can get uh, exposure to uh, a guy like Beaver, He's been really good so far to start out. Sure, uh, regression could be coming, but I think there on this slate, he could fit and be an, a solid tournament option, right? If I'm playing 150 lineups, I kind of want to get some exposure to him. That's kind of the way that I'm thinking here uh, on this slate. So I'll take a shot in tournaments, but uh, that's about it. Uh, again, not really a cash game player or anything. And I don't like any Cardinals here today. If you want to play Carpenter as a one-off because he treated you well yesterday and you know, you're riding out his hot hand and he's done you well, sure, I would get that, but I'm not going to do that today on this slate. Next game up, Chicago Cubs, Los Angeles Dodgers, 7.5 total. We have Kyle Hendricks against Alex Wood, and this is a spot where I think Alex Wood is going to be one of my favorite pitchers on the slate, I think. I don't know. He's in the conversation right now, at least. Uh, you know, As I'm trying to pick my SP1, he's one of those that's in the combo. So against the Cubs, I do think that there is an opportunity here. No Chris Bryant in that lineup obviously waters it down a little, so that's obviously helpful. I know Javi Baez is uh, on fire from yesterday, but I- I'm still going to take shots on Wood. This is a perfectly good spot for him against this Cubs lineup. Uh, you know, Almora, Baez, Zobris, Rizzo, Contreras, Russell, Schwarberhap. Uh, sure, it's a team that is still pretty solid, but there are some strikeouts still there. Vegas agrees, 3.52 implied total. So I'll take some shots on Wood. I just like his price. You look on FanDuel, 7.6k, DraftKings 8.2, and then 16.1 uh, on Fanstrift. That's a really just nice price on Alex Wood. So I'll take some shots on him today. And he's one of my favorite SBs to target. On the upside, let's talk about Kyle Hendricks a little bit. Uh, I just don't think I'm going to go the Dodgers offense today or Hendricks. I'm just going to stay away from both sides. It just feels like the right call. Uh, So, yeah, Hendricks, better real-life pitcher. Uh, You know, he doesn't get a ton of Ks, but he's good at limiting the damage, and I don't love a lot of these Dodgers prices and and the the spots for them. So I'm just going to stay away, I think, today. That's kind of the approach that I'm looking to take. So about the last game of the slate, we got the Colorado Rockies, San Francisco Giants, and – I I really just one thing I really like in this game is Madison Bumgarner. I think that there's some opportunity here. Uh, I think he's, you know, again, it just fits in the slate, right? It's not, you know, like he's an amazing option. It's not like he's like the guy that I really want to be all over. Uh, It's just, hey, uh, there's not the greatest pitchers, but he's the guy I'm looking at right now too with Alex Wood that I'm kind of debating and going back and forth on. If you look at Madison Bumgarner, let's kind of check out and see uh, what his pitch counts be. because I know that there was one of those issues, and I want to pull that up now, see uh, if he's getting the right number of pitches since the injury and all. Because so again, he had that really good game against San Diego. Yeah, he had 100 pitch, 100 pitches, then 112. A couple games before that was at 91, and 82. So the pitch count has been up. That's obviously been nice, especially that last game against San Diego uh, was really good game, and you know he had those uh, games before that where he had three Ks, three Ks, three Ks. Now he had that eight K game against the. Uh, Padres, again, it was the Padres, right? So that's one of the reasons, but he gets the Rockies. And the Rockies, you know, they're not that great of a team, right? Uh, sure, people like say, oh, the Rockies are a good team because they're in cores. But if you took them out of cores, this team struggles. They are not a good team on the road. Sure, they have Arenado and Story, but, uh, you know, Garner's a guy that, I think that we uh, can take a shot on today. I think uh, maybe getting uh, in on him now, maybe getting him on, on the last start was a better idea, but uh, if you look yesterday, you know, Derek holland ended up doing a fine job and got got the job done. Uh, if Derek holland can do it, I think uh, Madison Bumgarner can too. So, I like him a little bit. Price is nice, 9.8k on FanDuel. I like him over there more. Tracking is tougher at 11.2 and then 21.1k on Fantasy Draft. That's definitely a little tougher to pull off because again, if you want to like get some bats and you feel like there's not that big of a gap between pitchers uh you know like Alex Wood and Madison Bumgarner which I kind of feel might be the case uh I could see the argument for maybe not going with Bumgarner here so um it's definitely gonna be an interesting slate overall guys uh I'm really still not exactly excited about pitcher and know where I'm going I do think Bumgarner and Wood are the two guys I'm mainly looking at as my main starting pitchers that I wanna get some exposure to. Maybe not on like two pitcher sites, but one pitcher I'm kind of debating between those two. I think Robbie Ray's in the conversation and I totally get it, but I don't think I'm gonna do it because I am worried about that pitch count slightly. So uh, at this time, I'm not really going there. Let's talk about some stacks though a little bit, the stacks that I like of the day. Um, they- I think the Oakland A's are my favorite stack of the day. really like them. Uh, They're going to be the stack that I really like to look to and and get a lot of exposure to. Definitely getting some exposure to some Arizona bats, too. I think that there's some opportunity there for those guys. Same with the Seattle. Boston's got some good opportunities. Uh, Don't want to miss out on that Texas game either, and then the Twins bats, too. So uh, That about wraps up the slate, though, guys. Thanks a lot for joining me here. If you have any questions or want to give me a follow on Twitter, always appreciate it. It's at Travis Mangone. It's T-R-A-V-I-S-M-A-N-G-O-N-E. I always post the content over there so you guys can check that out. So again, thanks a lot for joining me, guys, and I am out of here.
0: Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the little giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands because your reputation depends on it. Lowe's is here to help by having more of those brands in stock, like DeWalt. So when you need a DeWalt tool fast, you know where to go and where to save. Because we stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. And now you can save $100 on a DeWalt XR2 tool 20-volt max brushless power tool combo kit featuring a drill and impact driver for just $289. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only.